All right, everybody, you've just tuned in to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And we are now on to episode five of our pre-draft profiles of the positional needs of our Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, we've since wrapped up the quarterbacks, the running backs, the wide receivers and the tight ends. And this episode will round out the offensive side of the ball. And I don't think this is going to take a real long time. Um, but this is the offensive lineman in this draft and, and who uh, the Steelers may or may not be looking at. Um, and uh, again, joining me is our uh, draft expert at SCB is uh, Chris. And um, Chris, uh, Chris, in our earlier episode, was fighting off roommates who were being too loud. But uh, that's what you get in these amateurish podcasts that we throw out there. So, Chris, hopefully you've been able to get them to shut up. It's my brother's 29th birthday today, so we're trying to I'm trying to keep Ooh. them a little a little uh, less than rowdy. 29, holy cow! I remember that like it was 20 years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and basically it was. Uh, in any case, uh, yeah, there, there's not going to be a ton to discuss here as far as offensive linemen, but I, I think there's a couple of guys worth mentioning, and and we should probably just talk about the state of the Steelers' offensive line. You know, they were able to re-sign um, Ramon Foster, which, you know, quite frankly, we thought he was going to demand more money and probably was going to walk. Um, he signed a very team-friendly two-year deal and um, and is back and, and uh, you know, solidifies that offensive line. Obviously, the only turnover is Marcus Gilbert being shipped off to Arizona. And, um, you know, so now that right tackle spot, it's going to be, you know, Matt Filer, uh, Gerald Hawkins, possibly even, you know, Chuk Sikorafor, uh, who goes into his second year. And, um, you know, I, I mean, it's a very deep offensive line right now. And I, I think you and I kind of agree that if they look anywhere in this draft, it's probably going to be at some interior, um, even though the Steelers do have, you know, B.J. Finney as an excellent interior reserve. Um I, I think we're looking at, and I know they did sign a center that was recently in the uh, uh, American Alliance of football with Birmingham, but I, I still think that that might be a target at some point in this draft. But as we do with each of these, Chris, who are the top offensive lineman prospects right now as we head into the draft? Sure. Uh, if you just stay in the interior real quick, uh, Garrett yeah. Bradbury, Chris Lindstrom, um, Eric McCoy, Ben Powers, uh, Michael Dieter, uh, just it's a it's a good class in the interior, but it kind of mm-hmm. tr- trickles down after the, the top five or six. Um, it's a really good class if you need one up front and the first couple of rounds. There's going to be some good value there on, on the interior, um, and then if you go on the tackles, you got uh, Jonah Williams, Cody mm-hmm. Ford, who can also be considered a guard, um, Yadney Gajuste. Uh, Jawan Taylor, who is my number one tackle, Andre Diller, David Edwards, um, Dalton Risner, uh, Titus Howard, and there's a, there's a ton of um, ton of offensive tackles where you don't really know if they're going to go one or two. Um, some can trickle down even to the third because it's pretty deep at the offensive tackle spot in this uh, in this draft. Uh, and there's are, not there's not a, a dominant you know, offensive tackle, a guy that you build an offensive line around either. Is there, I mean, you know, Taylor, Taylor's a nice player and so is Williams, but I, I don't see that, that, that franchise type left tackle. Do you? I, I don't. Um, Junior Williams is probably going to be um, 
more of a left tackle. I think that Jawan Taylor is going to um, be a, an excellent right tackle. Um, so mm-hmm. it depends on what you need there. Cody Ford is, is pretty interesting because he can play either tackle spot, and then he can also move into the interior. Uh, he has some really good athleticism that can be utilized by a team who can kind of put him anywhere. Um, someone like the Seahawks or Texans where you can use offensive linemen. Um, he's someone who I can see being taken by one of those teams um, mm-hmm. who just has a need anywhere. Um, but for the Steelers, you're looking at the offensive tackle spot, and, and it's um, you get Al, and then on the right tackle spot, you're looking at um, Filer, like you said, Chooks. Yep. We got uh, Hawkins. I mean, that's four tackles right there. Um, after that, there's some some guys who are on the reserve area, um, right. and then in the interior, like you said, you, you name the guys, but there's no true like backup center. Um, we know BJ Finney can do it, but he's not very good at it, and I think he'll admit that himself. Um, we we need a guy who can who can really be that. Um, you know, Pouncey's uh, he's been reliable, but there's some times yeah. where he he can really um, flush, flush himself onto the bench in terms of injuries. So. Yeah. Um, you know, Finney could sub in right there, but at the same time, if Finney's already subbing in for Foster or DeCastro, you know, who who's the next person up? Um, like you said, we signed the, the fellow from the Birmingham Iron, but another guy is needed, I think, to uh, to really mm-hmm. push the envelope in that in that area, especially center. So, um, the Steelers are showing interest in a guy, um, Garrett Brumfield. They were at his pro day, they brought him in for a visit, um, talked about the combine, so. Um, you know, Garrett Brunfield is a guy who's uh, you know, athletic in space. He can move really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pretty decent instincts. He's just got to um, he just got to really feel out the uh, the second level. Uh, I think that offensive line coach um, Sean Serrett that we have now can really yeah. um, mold him into someone uh, who can be a really good reserve, uh, you know, backup guy for us, like BJ Finney has been, and maybe even push the envelope uh, late, later in his uh, career to um, maybe get past Pouncey at that point. Um, so I right. think that they should be looking at him. Go ahead. Yeah. Ultimately, that's what you'd like is a guy that can can sit back, learn, um, and, and when the time has come, gets a little, get some reps, and, and then, you know, eventually just step into a spot that's vacated by a guy that retires. Um, you know, and, and we also were talking a little bit, you know, Wisconsin, uh, which is usually an offensive line machine, um, they now have, um, let's see, three offensive linemen uh, kind of in the top 100 uh, of all the draft ratings, uh, David Edwards, Michael Dieter, and, and um, Bo uh, Ben Schwachel. I, I, I My German's terrible. It shouldn't be because I'm German. But, you know, and, and Sean Surratt was at their pro day. And so, you know, you, you wonder if, if, again, that's not an interior type guy that, that maybe comes along there too. But, you know, I, I would it surprise you if they didn't take any offensive linemen and maybe just sign some uh, undrafted free agents after the draft? Uh, it depends on on how much they like. Um, and I want to know who they sign now um, for the interior spot. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on how much they like him. Um, I know they're they're decent, uh, decently high on Zach Banner. You know, I'm bringing him back. He's a, he's huge. Um, he's a mountain. Yeah, yeah, he he really is. Um, it's, it's all about the interior, though. Um, in this class, it's not a, it's not a strong class. So, right. uh, with three six, if we're if we're standing pat and you're going into sixth round with three picks in that round, um, I don't see why you can't sign or um, take a uh, interior offensive lineman. Yeah, I think that would be the round to do it with those three picks. Um, 
you know, it, it's the, the Steelers. If you look back at their draft history, they almost always take a wide receiver. They almost always take a corner and they almost always take an offensive lineman. Um, you know, you, you, there was a time you probably could have added in. They always take a, uh, an edge rusher too, but um, you know, I, I think right at this particular point, I don't think there's going to be a rush to take a lineman, but I, I, I do like what you're, you're, you're pitching there. That sixth round, could be really, really interesting with them having those three picks um, to bring in one of those guys. Yeah, and, you know, I'm on Twitter um, a fair amount, and I see a lot mm-hmm. of people doing, doing these mock drafts themselves. And there's always a tackle and, and not an interior guy, not a guard or a yeah. center. And it really just uh, makes makes me think, you know, you know, what's their thought process in that? Um, I know that some people are worried about the right tackle spot, but, you know, Filer was uh, – yeah. A huge surprise in the best way possible. Impressive there. Um, you know, not not our best lineman, but uh, my God, he was a reserve guard a few seasons ago, and just you know how far he's come. You know, and he's mm-hmm. also versatile. So um, I I like what we have right now in terms of tackles. I think our focus needs to be interior, and if not, um, next season is going to be a, a pretty. Uh, a pretty good indicator on, on us taking one next season, if not this one. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And I, and I obviously I, I think the, those tackles will sort themselves out because, you know, the Steelers traditionally like to have, you know, eight, nine offensive linemen on the roster. And, it, you know, if, if you're already looking at that starting five and then you're going to throw in uh, Finney and then you're going to throw in two more tackles, um, you know, there there's your eight right there. Um, I, I mean, you know, Zach Banner is, is, is a big, huge dude with some potential, but you know, he's in a position, he might not even make the team, um, you know, and, and then you, you, you still have that need for that one interior, maybe even the center. Um, and, and I know one guy, uh, JC Hassenauer from, from Alabama, talk about a guy with some experience, huh? Yeah. He's the guy from, um, from the, from the iron that we signed. Yeah. Um, so he has all the experience. He's from Bama. Um, got the work ethic from, you know, the Nick Saban Institute's there. So um, he, he's he's apparently he did very good uh, in the AAF. So um, when you think about these guys, you know, you said sorting themselves out. I think preseason this year mm-hmm. is the it, it's got to be almost completely focused on offensive line because not completely, but I think paying attention to offensive line is tough, but this year's the year to do it because you have Tukes, you have Hawkins, who's just trying to stay healthy at this point and, and, and yeah. really make a name for himself. Yeah. Filer trying to win that spot in the right tackle. You have, um, Austin now, we're now trying to make the team. Zach Banner's trying to make the team. Um, it's going to be a good preseason to really focus on the offensive line and really watch as they uh, develop and get better and how they deal with, um, you know, letting a, letting a sack go by or uh, mm-hmm. whiffing a run, a run block, and see how they respond to that. I think preseason this year for the offensive line is going to be really key. Yeah, it's going to be – I think that's a great point. You're, you're going to see some just absolutely tremendous battles going on as these guys try to make the roster in and, and one degree, and then in the second degree try to become the starter. Um, and and I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be fascinating. And, um, you know, if you throw, you know, throw one or two hungry rookies into the mix and uh, then all of a sudden you find out who really wants it and who, who can do it. And, uh, you know, that's the great thing about the offensive line is is sometimes, um, 
it, it it's a surprise. You know, you, you do get surprised a little bit there. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and cut us off on this one because uh, we just don't anticipate the Steelers doing a ton with offensive line. It doesn't mean they won't, and certainly when they when and if they do, we'll be discussing it. But um, again, thanks to uh, Chris and thanks to 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh, and they have a brand-new hockey-themed shirt out. And, again, uh, hopefully it still matters because while we're recording this, uh, the the Pens are down 2-1 in game four heading into the third period. So, um, But it's a really neat uh, Pittsburgh Hockey Company shirt, and, of course, $8 from every one of their shirts sold goes to a great cause. So, again, this is Steel Dad signing off, and we will check you out again next time on the Steel City Blitz podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh.